Hi everyone, it's Maria Recruit here from All Things Niagara. Um, and I have a question for you. If you have any family members that have passed away or have cancer, uh, this is a really good show that we'll be discussing this with author Danielle Sigia. Uh, she wrote her book in Loving Denial, Stop Saying That You Can Cure Cancer. So, uh, you know, so or saying I can beat cancer, or saying I beat cancer. In loving denial, stop saying I beat cancer. And my mother died from cancer, and my husband died from cancer. And before that, we never had any family members or anyone dying from cancer. So that was a real eye opener for myself. And certainly, I could see their suffering, and it was something that broke my heart. And uh, so, you know, this is very close to to my heart to have. Danielle um, on the show with me and I have my co-host Dave Wheeler and you know Dave Wheeler he's on the radio show with me at 4680Q and um, so I'm going to be inviting them to come on the show all things Niagara here they come hi Daniela how are hi. you hi hi everyone <laughs> so nice to see you thank you for coming on the show and here's my co-host uh, Dave Wheeler the one and only Dave Wheeler hey Dave how are you doing <laughs> hi uh, oh well, I'm doing well I'm doing very well <laughs> it's nice to and see I'll pretend you. this is the first time I've seen you today <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> we had some technical difficulties of course but I was so surprised no technical difficulties with Daniela no, I don't know. She's, uh, yeah, she's got a lightning rod or something. I, I don't know. know. I know. I know. Well, you know what it is. She is a media person. She, you That's know, right. she has her own TV station. She, she knows all about this stuff. She can teach you and me. <laughs> but anyways, you know, it's September the twenty fourth, twenty twenty, and. We've been in the midst of the COVID-19 and we're coming back to this for the second wave right now um, in Ontario, Canada. It's all over the world again. So I pray for those who are ill at this point or have loved ones who are in the hospital and you don't know what's going to happen. You know, we really need a lot of compassion and love towards each other. These are not easy times. These are not normal times at all. So, you know, Daniela, you can tell us a little bit about your journey and why you wrote the book my parents are divorced and have a complete separate social family circle that don't intermingle mm -hmm. and it happened that they both got cancer at the same time and me as the observer take the daughter caregiver out of the situation mm -hmm. just as the observer I noticed that they both suffered the exact same pet peeves. Okay. And okay. then I thought, I wonder how many other cancer or any chronic condition, because I, I live with a chronic condition and at one point was bedridden for a year. Oh. And a lot of the stuff that was bothering them was stuff that bugged me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I thought so many, and it's always with good intentions. It was never anything malicious, just, mm -hmm. but sometimes what do they say? The road to hell is uh, paved with good intentions. So people would yes. try and do good and it would do more harm than good. Yes. And my mom and dad both didn't have the heart to tell anybody because you don't want to, no. especially because you're so dependent when you're in that state, you don't want to mm -hmm. alienate mm -hmm. people you're depending on. Yes. So, you know, my mom kept saying to me, you know, you should put this in a book. I wish somebody would write a book, you know, like a handbook so that when somebody gets sick, they can hand it to their friends and family and say, don't bother me, you know, <laughs> so, or, or, you know, this is what you don't do. Mm -hmm. And we were on vacation together and a lot of this stuff was coming out. 
So I wrote it with her on vacation, just as COVID was starting. This is before we even heard that, you know, we heard about COVID, we were watching numbers, but it was still few and far between. And, uh, but the pandemic is even mentioned in the book because we had issues at the airport and stuff over it. So yeah, very timely for sure. Yeah, so tell us some of the things, I mean, because certainly with my mother and my husband, you know, I was, try I was trying to be there for them. I couldn't understand their pain, of course. And, and you know, God bless them. They went through what I mean. They both ended up in the hospital, passing away in the hospital because my mother wanted to stay at home. I said, no, we can't be watching this going on. You know, my father, you know, was in his 90s, my mom in her 80s. And myself, I was the um, only caregiver that was there for them at the beginning and then other family members came after that thank god you know because you need a lot of people to care for someone who's ill it affects our lives and i would have never thought about that daniela before no way would i have thought that it affects so many of us when one of us get ill and you start crying you oh know? i'm probably not far behind and yeah. the thing is that's a lot of personalities intermingling that have their own baggage, their yes. own history, yeah. their own ego <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. So when oh, you yeah. mix all of that in, it's a mm -hmm. recipe for somebody getting offended yeah. <laughs> or oh, someone yeah. saying the yeah. wrong thing. Yeah. And so many times it's preventable. And the things that my parents were complaining about, they were right. Mm -hmm. You know, they were right. It was just that they would never dare say this to anybody. But now that my mom's on the other side of it, thankfully. My father, they're managing. You yeah. know, um, it was safe to write about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, uh, what, can you give us examples? Yes, of course. <laughs> One that really stood out to me um, with both my parents was people's over-positivity. Yes. So, yes. you know, oh, you're going to be fine. You're going to be, or, you know, yeah. or my dad would be having a bad day and everybody's reaction is, but you look great. Because yes. my dad did, he looked great throughout yes. the whole thing. Yes. So that's what people would say. And mm -hmm. that didn't help him. Like they were trying to lift him up and yeah. say, you're going to be good yeah. and positive. The same with my mom. And they didn't take it that way. They took, they were very lonely because nobody saw them. Nobody mm -hmm. witnessed mm -hmm. or, you know, or acknowledged what they were going through and just kept trying to brush it off. And you say to yourself, well, I'm just trying to cheer them up. But the reality is, is that, you know, this is a really uncomfortable conversation and you just want it to be over. Yes. And that's what you yes. say quickly. That's positive. Yes. And then you change yes. the subject, but that alienates the yeah. sick person, you know, and for my mom, you know, facing the fact that maybe this is terminal. She was stage four. Mm -hmm. So there was a long time we weren't sure which way this was going to go. And when everybody was just saying, every time she'd bring that up, and she didn't want to talk about it with her daughter, mm -hmm. so she would go to friends and say, okay, now if I die, you yeah. know, and they wouldn't go. Like, no, you're not going to die. Don't talk yeah. that way. Yes, but yes. How do you prepare for death should that be the case if yeah. nobody will hold space for you? Yes, in that? yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the thing that I found, you know, when my husband's saying, you know, I'm dying. I said, no, you're not, George. You know, I mean, like, like, we're not taught when we're growing up to handle death. We don't that's even right. think about it. I mean, it was, it, thank heavens, everything happened in my 60s, because I had lived a good life up until then. And then, you know, I was mature enough to take it on. And I moved in with my dad when my mother passed away and stayed with him for two and a half years, gave him a real good quality of life. I didn't take him out. I didn't put him into senior citizens home. And we only did that at the very end when we couldn't cope any longer. You know, he's getting, he was falling down a little bit more often, right? 
and I was getting very tired. You know, being a caregiver becomes very tired, even though I had the nurses, thank heavens. We have the wonderful system in the Niagara region, you know, being able to get like, like uh, paramed to come in and take care of the sick people. So we had people coming in the morning, people coming in the evening, and I took care of my dad in between, right, and lived with him. If but we, then who was taking care of you? That's, nobody. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, and, yeah. Going on, unless you're doing it, you don't understand how much we need to, right? I never had a break. Yeah, I never yeah. had a break. People didn't understand that I needed a break to get away too. But then when I left, if I did take a couple hours, I was worried. You right. know? So, I mean, it never leaves you, right? And then when my father passed away, I didn't know what to do with my life. I mean, yeah. like I had given so much. I mean, I still had my business, Daniela, that I was running along this time, but I felt there was such a void. Yeah, absolutely. Void. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm wondering, like, is there a certain thread of commonality here? Uh, I, in in my in my experience, and and very very uh, difficult situations like this, there's a there's a big difference between people. Uh, different personalities require different, uh, you know, different ways in which to deal with it. Now, you, you seem to have found a certain commonality that's common for most people, like, like uh, yeah, you know, that you can pretty well represent. Cancer kind of brings a list. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That standard, how people approach it is very different, right? But the list yes. is there. Am I going to die? That's number one. Yes. Treatment sucks. Doesn't matter yes. which one you do. You know yes. what I mean? Or don't do your disease are terrible and you're dependent on loved ones that may not help you the way you need them to. Yeah. And that seemed to be the those that commonality. And mm -hmm. a lot of the am I gonna die and these symptoms suck is where the caregivers fail. You know what I mean? And addressing yeah. those mm -hmm. issues because you just want to pretend it's not there and be positive all the time. But yes. for someone who's sick and facing death, that's a lot to ask. Oh know? yes. Yes. And I was very grateful that the nurses came in and took care of him. Like he had help, probably five or six people coming a day. So it relieved me. I mean, I wasn't living with him. He had been separated and divorced many years, but I was, you know, I, w I stepped in when he needed it because he always knew I was going to. <laughs> you know, my exhaustion wasn't the physical because I didn't have to do that. Well, I'm very yeah. lucky that they had a lot of care outside mm -hmm. of me mm -hmm. that where I wasn't required to do that my exhaustion came from loved ones frankly yeah. that you know people get very adamant on being part of the thing so i would have you know 10 15 people that loved yeah. my mom that didn't want to bug my mom so it was me and it was is she taking this treatment this is a miracle cure yeah. and, you know what I mean? and all this stuff and then if she doesn't do it then they get angry so yeah. you gotta yeah but so i know I was playing oh, yeah. intermediary a lot of the time and yeah. that's where I was exhausted, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And because he would fall down, I had to be. A, I mean, I slept on the couch for the for those two and a half years because I wanted to hear him coming out of his bedroom. You know, yeah. just if something happens, I'd wake up right when he was uh, going from you know his bedroom to his to the washroom and back and forth. And then, of course, there were family members that didn't think I was doing doing a good enough job. I mean, that's the other thing, right? My poor stepmother. <laughs> 
my poor stepmother was getting criticized. It didn't matter what yeah, she did. Me too. I didn't her. know yeah. what end was up anymore. And I mean, I love my dad. I mean, I would never hurt him. And everyone who knows me knows that. But they were saying that, you know, I wasn't taking good enough care. He was starving. I mean, how can you starve? Nurses that feed him. And then I feed him in between. Like, you know, all these accusations. Oh, I remember when my dad was going through a stem cell transplant the day oh. of. So it's 50-50 oh, if you're going to walk out of there already. Oh. So, you know, it was one of those days and he was trying to be, because my dad's a funny guy and he was trying to be positive or whatever. He knew people were anguished and worried. Mm -hmm. So he was making me post jokes on Facebook about him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, I just got the plasma of a 20 year old watch out or whatever. And we were trying to, you know, make light yeah. of it. And I had somebody reach out to me and say, you're an awful human being for making fun of your father with oh, cancer. Oh. It's like, he's making me do this. <laughs> you know, I'm bawling my eyes out. I know. And they were awful to me. They were awful. So yeah, yeah I get it. Well, yeah. Well, I, I actually know a guy that, that died from cancer and it was, there was no hope, right? Almost from the beginning, right? So he knew he was, he was going yeah. to go, but he would, I mean, even even in the last, he was having kind of fun with it because he was he was telling people he's coming going to come back and haunt them yeah. and wreck uh, <laughs> like if somebody he knew had a flower garden that he really liked, he'd, he'd tell me mess it up on them. And if if you find your flowers all messed up, that was me, like kind of thing. So um, so there's a different way, I guess. I suppose like when you when you know that well. It's just a matter of time, so I might as well have a little fun with it, I guess. That's, I'll that tell you, his to. attitude is, and for any cancer patient watching, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. your attitude is what's going to determine on many times, you know, the quality of your experience and yes. that outcome. My dad, they, his doctor prepared us, because we have a family business, mm -hmm. and his, the doctor said, listen, he's going to be out for six months. Mm -hmm. And my dad said, ah, I'll be back to work in two weeks. Yeah. And they're like, that's cute, but you're yeah. in denial, yeah. and you're going to yeah, be yeah. out for six months. A month later, he was back at work. Good for him. Standing, mind. Yeah, it's all in his mind. Yeah, it's all in his mind. Yeah, in for him or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I believe it. I believe in mind over matter. I even said to my husband, mind over matter. I said, listen, it was stage four. He had colon cancer. I said, do you want to beat this, George? Because his name is George. I said, I'm going to help you. We're going to change your diet because I know that's how you change that. Change yeah. your diet and all of that. He didn't want to do that. My mom and, did. She went through the whole diet yeah. regimen, the yeah. green thing. The whole she yeah. looked fantastic. Sure. Did it and help? You know Did what? It... Let me tell you something. Yeah. There were symptoms that she had not related to cancer, and even okay. those cleared up. Yeah, of course. And I believed in it. And I yeah. said, George, do you believe in it? Because I believe in it. I'll help you do it, you know. And he didn't want, you know, he's a, he was a physician, believe it or not. Think about that. Well, that could be a detriment too, though, because I know that a lot yeah. of the stuff yeah. that, like, for example, the business I have now is remedies that I came up with take, mm -hmm. with my parents, helping them. Wonderful, wonderful. And it was because the doctors couldn't fix those symptoms. Yes, and yes. I knew to do it because, like I said, I had a chronic condition that the doctors mm -hmm. couldn't help. Mm -hmm. So they were mm -hmm. saying, you know, we'll give you all these narcotic painkillers and opioids, but we can't <laughs> fix your problem. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not touching that. Stuff. Yeah, good you girl. Know? So good I girl. just started doing my homework and like nutrition, just like you said, yeah. fitness yeah. and essential yeah. oils was my thing and yeah. supplements. And it was, I was resuscitated. Sure. So I just applied yeah. those principles to my parents and it was sometimes it almost looked miraculous. There were some yeah. things that, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, 
and you, I, I'm sorry, sorry, Dave, go right ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. It's okay. I forgot my question. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're seeing senior. I'm sure it's going to come back, Dave. But you know what? I mean, that's what hurt me the most, Daniela, was because I knew that Poppy could help him, but he refused. I mean, you know, I met him when I was in my 20s in Rome, Italy. He was studying medicine. I was studying music. And at that time, I said, do you know anything? Well, he was studying in medical school. Do you know anything about vitamins and minerals? He said, no. And he says, it's a separate course. I said, you go ahead and take that. You need to understand that's part of what we need in our body. See, I know about that because my parents were very natural, very yeah. natural, right? I mean, my father had never taken anything. He's never been on any medication, you know, except maybe antibiotics when he got infection or something. And my mother only had high blood pressure medication and was never really sick until it was, you know, we didn't even know she had cancer. We found out about when she was in the hospital and two months later she passed away. So thank God, but she was in pain. We thought it was a rheumatoid arthritis. We had no idea, right? Yeah. But, but my husband and I used to argue about the natural stuff. He says he didn't believe in it. I said, well, I believe in it and you look at me. Look at me. I mean, look at the age I am, because he never thought I was my age anyways. And, and look how healthy I am. And look at my mother, my father, how healthy they were. I want to help you. But he didn't want the help. Do you know, what convinced my father was kidney failure. Oh. So his kidneys went down to like 14%. And they yeah. put him on a very strict diet. And his mm -hmm. kidneys jumped up immediately. Their function improved immediately. Wow. And the longer he was eating well, the better yeah. he did. Yes. And then occasionally he'll fall off the wagon. He's a French fry and ice cream freak, right? Yeah. So he'll fall off the wagon. And if he does it for a few days, his kidney function drops. Wow. And he has tells where he can tell from the taste of his mouth where his kidneys yeah. are functioning. Sure. You become so sure. acutely aware of your body sure. when you have a, sure. a disease like that. Yes. yes. And he knows, like, that it's the diet. And mm -hmm. when my mother was started her treatment, because like I said, she was green right away. Right, mm -hmm. she went the nut, and he would say, "Tell her an apple's not going to cure cancer." You know, <laughs> it does. It does. Anything. We have enough apple seeds, actually. But you know, so but once he the kidneys, you know, then he was like, "Oh my God, your mother was right." You know, it's it, yeah. that's the only thing my doctors are giving me is a diet, no medicine, no nothing. Yeah. I yeah. eat a salad and my kidneys come back, you know? Look at that, Ed. But they, see, that's why I believe in all of that, because I've seen that. I mean, I've been reading up on it, like, for 30 years. I mean, I've really been reading about it, and I'm doing it to myself, you know? And when I, I discuss it with doctors, and, of course, they think I'm crazy. But, but I mean, you can't deny what your, what your body. I mean, I listen to my body all the time, Daniela. When well, I have something happening, I say, okay, what have I done differently? And what do I need to add to my body to make to, to fix it, right? Well, the first thing in my parents' house was we got rid of all the endocrine disruptors in their house. And mm -hmm. a lot of that is your household cleaning products and your mm -hmm. body care products. Mm -hmm. And sure. my parents are snobs. Like, you know, my dad, everything's designer. And, yeah. you know, my mom was spending, you know, $80 on face cream in the oh, 70s. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard for me to convince them, like, I made you this, try it. You know, it's like, well, you're not Vichy. Like, you know, I'm not interested. It was a hard sell. But then when they started to use the clean stuff, it worked better. Yeah, And I made my dad a balm for pain. And mm -hmm. he was on the highest dose of Lyrica, and it was giving him dementia symptoms. Sure. And my dad, I said, like, a month later, he was back at work. But he's an entrepreneur. So yeah. for him to have his brain go, 
yeah. he, like he was saying, I'm going to kill myself. Like, yeah, this is, I'm going to go for euthanasia. Forget it. Of course. Of course. And he started using this balm and a little bit at a time, he's completely off all painkillers. Wow. Oh my so God. I, he's the one who wow. made do it as a business. He said, Did if he you really? don't do this as a business, I'm going to steal your recipe and I'm going to do it as a business. And he gave <laughs> me an ultimatum. And, and so we started this together. Fantastic. So tell yeah. us about this business then. I mean, everyone who has cancer should know about this. Tell us about it's it. Clean body care products. And we have okay. a line for women. We have a line for men. And we're also coming out with a line, believe it or not, that's pubic centered. Sure. Should be. Such a respect, you know, that yes. area of your body, there's a yes. lot of open skin there, you know, and we're putting all these toxic products mm -hmm. and then wondering why everybody has cancer down there, yes. right? Oh, yes. You yes. know, so. Yeah, cervical cancer has gone way up, hasn't it? Like, the, and today I heard of somebody that I know that has clitoral cancer. So, like, oh my is, God. I've never yeah, heard I didn't of even know there was like a thing until today. Yeah. So, and then we're wondering why, you know, so, yeah. uh, so these products are all natural and they're very moisturizing for your skin. Mm -hmm. They're good for your hair, but they're clean. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Yes. They're clean yes. and they're powered with essential uh, oils that are incredibly therapeutic. So oh, yes. they do a good thing for you outside of just giving you nice skin, you know? No. So we have a line for women. We have a line for men. And like I said, we have the pube potion is yeah. what we call it. Is that the newest yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, pube potion. That one's not out yet. That's a coming soon. But right now, Noble is the company. Uh, yeah. Noble Body Care. And Wolf and Woods is our men's line. Fantastic. I love it. Well, yeah. congratulations on starting luxurious stuff, you know. Yeah. Sometimes when you're thinking of natural products, you're thinking the granola, the farmer's market, not yeah, yeah. Quite, you know. This is like by my parents' designer standards, you know. Oh. This is the only way I was gonna get them to use this. Well, I don't suppose there's any, there, there won't be any YouTube instructional video on that one, will there? On the two oh, actually, <laughs> will. they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of fun with that one. Okay. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, you know, you must have heard of Renee Cassie, right? You've heard of Renee Cassie. No? She's a Canadian. Um, she was a registered nurse. And... Um, she was from up north, I don't know exactly where, but in Ontario. And she was a registered nurse and she was able to cure people who had breast cancer and, and, and other types of cancers, even at stage four. And she produced a product with bur burlock, bur bur low burlock. Yeah. Yes, burlock bur and a couple of yeah. others. Yeah. And I used to give that to my husband. And I and he wasn't he wasn't in that much pain. And I believe it's because of that product I gave him that I got from the health food store. Well, 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 you can get it at any health food store. But I knew about it over 30 years ago. That you know, this, my, this, my mom had a similar thing. Okay. She was misdiagnosed. So they okay. told her that she had IBS. Okay. So I said to her, okay, well, I got something for you. So I made a little concoction for her, all essential oils to help with yeah. digestion. Yeah. I take two drops a day in a tea, mom, and you're good. And sure enough, symptoms completely disappeared. She ran out okay. and just didn't refill it. Yeah. And all the symptoms came back, but worse. So this time she went to the doctor again and said, look, yeah. like it's still here, you know, whatever. They checked her again and it was cancer. Oh. So when my mom called me, she's like, Neil, I want you to think about this. That whole time that I was drinking your tea, yeah. I had zero cancer symptoms. Zero. Yeah. That stuff stopped what was happening. In its yeah, past. of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. 
And this too. Yeah, but my question is though, like she obviously had cancer during that time. And I'm, it was and, and was it hiding the symptoms? I'm that's wondering. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah it's crossed my mind too. But yeah. this sure. goes to show you how powerful this stuff yes. is. Oh, like, it can stop a cancer symptom. Yeah. Oh, you of know? course. Yeah. Now, I, I would have rather that. at the time she was taking stuff that would kill the cancer. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, Eziac well, tea, it's called Eziac tea, E-S-S-I-A-C-T-T-E-A, -S -S -E and I heard about it like over 30 years ago, and anyone can take it, it doesn't mean that because you have cancer, it's for anyone for better health, and it's all herbal, it's all herbal based, and the doctors even said to George, uh, he was they were surprised that he didn't have that many symptoms, and also he wasn't in that much pain, I mean, he was taking painkillers, but he wasn't in that much pain until the very end, it was because I was giving that to him. I, I had to force it because he didn't want to take it. He said, you should be taking it three times a day. It's good for you, George. Just tell the nurses to get, oh, I don't want to. So I had to go there and force him to take it, right? And he loved the flavor of it and all of that. But yes, I believe in that 100%. And you know, Daniela, and also Dave, what you believe, it becomes. Yeah. yeah. So like said, you're, saying. Saying. you're going to get better. Guess what? You're going to get better. It's mind over matter. I've always thought about my that. parents oh, had an astronomical, like they, they just had this great, my, both of them, amazing, positive mindset. And, you know, when they said, well, it's stage four, we don't know. She yeah. said, hell with you. I yeah. know. <laughs> you yeah. know yes. She did, yes. And she did everything. She did chemo. She did radiation, but she also wow. did cannabis. We did cannabis oil, okay. the Rick Simpson okay. oil. We did yeah. that for her and essential oil stuff. And my dad is a big believer now in CBD. Mm -hmm. I always joked I turned him into a pothead. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect it to happen because of cancer. <laughs> but, you know, so they use CBD and they find that quite helpful. So I'm not saying that this stuff can cure cancer per se. I would always say, you know, of course, go to your doctor, whatever. Of course. But of course. for the management of symptoms, this, yeah. you know, this stuff is powerful. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, I was thinking for George, because when he was getting closer to his passing, right, he was in a lot of pain. So I thought of trying to find out about marijuana for him, right, to find if that would help him or not. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I had no idea about cancer. As I said, we had no one. And when my mother was diagnosed, she was in the hospital. I even said to the doctor, I don't believe you. I said, there's a run in the family, this cancer. But yeah. I think... I think she was taking a pill from the doctor to for helping her bones, and I really feel that's what brought it on. Carcinogenic, yeah. yeah. And my family, unfortunately, were riddled with it, so oh, we've had oh lots dear. and lots of experience oh. with cancer. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that. I believe that. So, Dave, do you have anything else you'd like to ask? Or because there's so much to ask, Daniela, right? I mean, you kind of think, okay, where do I start? Where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they, I, I've been taking it all in, and I've been I've been remembering my own family that uh, members of my family that uh, passed uh, because of uh, cancer. I do know that uh, for anybody out there at a certain age, you should, uh, in our in our family, colon cancer is a big thing. So start getting checked colonoscopies. I know it's kind of gross, but yes. it's it, it will uh, it will save your life and. Uh, and even, you know, the earlier you catch it, the less horrendous the treatments are. You know, my mm -hmm. grandmother got cancer. She caught it really early. 
they gave her a pill that she had no side effects and didn't feel a thing. And that was it. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you catch it early enough, you know, so more than just saving your life, you know, stage four and stage one are two totally different trips when it's yes. surgery and yes. treatments and yes. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really detection is a big deal. Early sure detection is. is essential. Sure it is. And the other thing, too, is may, keeping your body alkaline because yeah. nothing can grow in an alkaline. Oh, I got lots of alkaline in my body. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I do that with lemon juice every morning or, or you yeah. know, or apple cider vinegar. I do that every single moment. In morning, I never, you know, go without it because I want to make my body alkaline. And, you know, I haven't been sick. I mean, I haven't caught colds in years. You know, so I, I know that's part of it. And then, you know, doing whatever I do with vitamins and minerals and oils in my body, you know, for for uh, arthritis and all of that. It's all yeah. organically Powerful based. With what doing. Yeah, I, I had yeah. a concussion. I had post concussive syndrome. I had the best neurosurgeon in Toronto tell me it sucks to be you, but it's not going to get better. Yeah. You know, do you want an antidepressant so you don't kill yourself? Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was like, this is not my no. No, no, <laughs> that's right. I went hunting and I just started yeah. trying everything and it's never one thing, you know, it's no. always a combination no. of yes. things that, that yes. take the edge off, you know, yeah. and a yeah. little bit at a time. And a lot mm -hmm. of it was nutrition and supplements and Absolutely. it was a game changer. And yeah. then I had a doctor reach out and say, I'm offended. I'm very offended that you're saying that nutrition and supplements are making a difference for you. And it's well, like, of course they are. Be offended. <laughs> I can't oh, well, that's the old my life. I'm that's not that's the old attitude of doctors. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You know. So yeah. Just help out there, and and you know there is management. There's pain management. There's all sorts of things, mm -hmm. even in the yeah. natural world, and it's powerful stuff. It is. It is. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So how can we get a copy of your book, Daniela? It's on Amazon under Black Ram Media Publishing, mm -hmm. um, but it's on Kindle right now through Amazon Kindle and. Uh, and yeah, that's where we have it available right now. And just All tell right. us the name of it again because I messed it up at the yeah, In loving denial, stop saying I beat cancer. Yeah. And my mom <laughs> said that in a moment of frustration, not the denial part. But she just in a moment of frustration, stop saying I beat cancer. That's like a pet peeve for her yeah. because she's yeah. always living with, is it going to come back? Oh. So she never yeah. feels like she beats it because it's always there. So that's where yeah. that title came from. Plus, wow. there's, we, we always have that feeling in the back of our heads, we must not tempt the fates. Yeah. 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 And she feels like when people say that to her, they're jinxing her, you know. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the yeah. book is full of it. It's a quick read, but it's it's exactly what you need if somebody gets yeah. sick. So you'll know what not to do, what not to say, and maybe what you should do and say that they really need, you know. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank so you. How can, how can people get in touch with you, Daniela, about your products that you offer? Yeah, noblebodycare.com. And uh, I get the emails from there. So if you just go on noblebodycare.com, you can reach me anytime. Yeah. And Daniela, you can find her on Facebook, all the social media. That's oh. where I am. I'm always chasing them down. I, ch I chase all my, whoever I invite on my shows, I always chase them down to find out where they are on social media. Yeah. And Black Rhyme Media, I get those emails too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not hard. It's not hard to find. It. Well, uh, remember that the spelling of the name is S-I-G-G-I-A, right? Yeah. Yeah. So C-G-I-A. Uh, That's, uh, yeah. So you, it's not like SEA or anything like that. So, yeah. so that, uh, but if you, if you get the name, if you spell the name right, you, you'll find her 
all over the place on the net. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for being my guest. And Dave, thank you so much. It was great to see you. Yeah, And Dave, thank you for coming on board again. And Daniela, please send people from the Niagara area. Uh, I want more guests to be on all things Niagara with Maria Recruit and Dave Wheeler. Uh, we, I love getting to know people in the area. You know, we're all small businesses and we're all, you know, we're all trying to help each other, right? <laughs> oh, well, I have some great contenders for you. So I'll I'm, you I'm sure. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. So thank you. And we'll see you later thank then, you. okay? Thank bye you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye thank, thank you for being my host again. So we will be doing other shows together in the coming months, and we're going to be on radio station pretty soon, 4680q.ca in Niagara Falls, once they reopen their new studio, and we can actually do our radio show from there, Dave. Right on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I've missed it. You know, I missed you guys. I mean, it's great doing it online, but it's awful nice to be in the studio. <laughs> we are uh, we are social creatures, so it's nice to be yeah. with in, yeah. in the sphere. There's, there's 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 some kind of electricity, or I don't know what it is between that where people are around. You know, there's other people around. I know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, I think it's uh, it's good to be here. Absolutely. To be around other people. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for being my co-host, Dave. We'll see you later. Take okay, care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye-bye now. And it's Maria Recruit here from All Things um, Niagara. And I had a lovely time with Dave Wheeler and Daniela Sigia in uh, Loving um, Denial, Stop Saying, I Beat Cancer. So we were talking about uh, cancer, you know, having people in our in our lives that have had cancer or passed away or still have uh, been able to survive. And Daniela has a new product that she has been testing on her parents and it's all natural based. So please touch base with her on, um, you know, on all the social media sites. So this is Maria, All Things Niagara. Thanks for joining me again. And you take care of yourself. Stay safe and stay healthy. Goodbye for now. Take care. Ciao. Ciao. Bye-bye now.